0: Hola. Welcome to Word to Your Mama, the podcast that amplifies diverse voices and celebrates shared experiences. Hosted by me, Ritzy P., a Latina creative entrepreneur with a background in art, music, and new web technologies. From Academy and Emmy winners to activists, artists, and builders, we celebrate the rich diversity of my multicultural tribe. There will be special guests, mad laughs, and absolutely no BS. Word to Your Mama drops every Monday on your favorite podcast platform. So, this week we have Luke Chu, aka Navi Luke. That's what I call him. He is a world famous Chinese American artist, visual artist. You've seen his work. His work is like hella bootlegged around the world. This is a great conversation because we hadn't talked in a while. And it's always good times, good times. But he keeps it super real. We discuss everything from colonoscopies to to TikTok. If he has or hasn't edited his own private Wikipedia page, how one of his college professors told him that he was a mediocre designer, but he was a better illustrator and how that changed the trajectory of his life, how addiction informed his artwork. And he keeps it 1,000 when I ask him To share with us the realities of wanting to evolve as an artist, but also not abandoning his fans. And before I say anything else, I want to really give a huge shout out to one of our Ohana, Lofa, Lofa Sexy Beast. He's, you know, a huge supporter of all of the artists, especially the ones that are part of my family and um, he's had some health stuff go down recently. So, Lofa, if you hear this, we are glad that you are okay we're sending all the healing vibes to you out in Hawaii. And I'm so happy that you're still here with us. And we hope to see you soon. And whatever you need, we're here for you. That's for Lofa. Navi Luke, man. One for the books, keeping it real. I think you guys are all going to enjoy this. So, Let's do this. Navi Luke!
1: Ritzy (laughs) Periwinkle. Long time no see. Long
0: time no fucking see. (laughs) How you been, man? Let's start off that way. How you been? Como estas? What's the deal? What's the word on the street?
1: Uh, The word on the street is uh, I'm doing good. I'm hanging in there. Uh, I'm healthy, I think. Um, Aside from, you know, the typical getting old stuff, you know, like blood pressure and cholesterol and you know <laughs> trying to eat like a young person
0: have you had the big c yet the the oh yes that seems to be oh traveling yes around i, I our, have definitely have
1: that groups. and I'm, I'm going to give all the young people who might tune into this a tip yes moisturizing wipes
0: <laughs> that's a you hot know. tip for, for that- the big c and for those who don't know because you're too young to understand you haven't been asked for this it's um What's it called? Colonoscopy. 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 I was gonna call it colonoscopy. Colonoscopy.
1: <laughs> yes. It's, I haven't it's,
0: had one yet, but it's it's around their peeps. You oh, know? it's our coming age
1: groups. <laughs> you, 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 have coming. To have it. you know, I, I had it's this coming. conversation um with a mutual friend of ours, uh, Jesse Yu, just recently. <laughs> <laughs> and um his solution Perks. is the Japanese super toilet.
0: <laughs> wow. So, wow, well, oh. Navi Luxers. Wow, well, Navy Luxers. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought when we met many moons ago that mm-hmm. we would make it this far where we're talking about colonoscopy? <laughs> what what's happening? What's happening to us? Who would have thought? You, would know, have thought?
1: you know, you I, know, I, I wanna believe that as we've gone on and, you know, made it like just a we're on the edge of outer middle age, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of feel like, like we're embracing it better than, you know, say the previous generation did. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, we look like, better.
0: We're cooler. We do, we do cooler things.
1: Yep, we're we're still like you know we 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 grew up with the conception of the internet, and you know we're we're embracing it just a little bit better. Though I will admit that, like I so I was recording a TikTok, uh, recently and my younger sister
0: the unpackaging um, one the unboxing uh,
1: one oh uh, yes yes and uh, my little sister was <laughs> like you know uh, opening up like little like filter things I was like what what are you doing <laughs> I have never seen this before <laughs> you know like you know, for like transitions between like you know scenes so you do like the dumb like camera twists and whatever and yeah. because like you see those you see those like those tiktok videos where it's like a you know like someone it's like a third person shot where like you see them like dropping the camera or like tilting the camera around and whatever and then like they stitch it all yeah. together and it's like you know it's either like this amazing video with all these crazy like cuts or it's them using the selfie cam and trolling us You know, have you seen the have you you seen the trolling ones too? Those are those are always hilarious. And um, and then I was like, oh, they actually have these effects built into the app. You don't even have to really do any of the twisting and turning and whatever. You just need a gimbal now. Everyone needs totally. So
0: totally needs a gimbal. And shout out to your sister, who is also if you if for those who did not know, she's my baby mama. I remember when I was pregnant. She was like, "Oh, that's my kid. I'm the, I'm the mom. I'm the dad." Um, but, but it's funny. It's funny that you mentioned it because I just saw your unboxing video, and I was like, I was like, well, "Look at every look getting all these angles. Who's shooting this for him? Like, who is behind this?" Now the we young, know
1: the young bloods,
0: the young bloods in our lives,
1: and a little bit, of, and a little, and a little bit of me, a little bit of me, so. <laughs> amazing but you okay, know so- uh, then i i also learned about autocut on oh. tiktok and i was just like nice. oh there you go
0: look <laughs> at look look at look, <laughs> look. We're starting off superbly. We're starting off with colon, colonoscopies. And,
1: and TikToks. I, I call
0: them tip-tops. And the tip-tops. Tip-tops. Uh, <laughs> tip-top tips.
1: You know, yes, yes, absolutely. The, what the world really wants to know. The Gen X perspective.
0: Exactly. You get a little bit of like, you know, the physical bullshit. And then you're like, oh, but we're still techie here. We're still doing TikToks here. <laughs>
1: Yes, 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 (laughs) yes. I don't, I have no idea what's coming next. And I probably will not be in, be prepared prepared for it because by the time the next <laughs> app comes around, I'll finally get the hang of TikTok.
0: When the younger generations, uh, you know, uh, claim it and be like, "Oh, it's for the old now. TikTok's for the olds." Then, oh, then you finally get yeah. a hang of it. You are like, the, "I the, like the it here." Natural bear will
1: be freaking like land. Will be like leading <laughs> this thing. <you> know? Totally. <laughs> so as soon as soon as you know, amazing. <laughs> Are you, how, how old is your son
0: now <laughs> he just turned 11 in october
1: oh one year left one year before he start before the power switch happens
0: <laughs> no py- but he's it already happened it already <laughs> happened Abby. Look, He he's 11 he's 11 and he looks like he's 13 14 people can't believe he's 11 his mm. voice is deep Sideways hugs like in, in public No, no full blown hugs. I'm sideways hugs. No, 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 no.
2: I'm,
0: I'm, I'm on a sideways hug.
1: Oh God, I hate that.
0: He's talking. Yeah, he's talking about. He was just talking about the other day how. He feels old. He's talking about like his young cousins are just realizing. He was talking about memes and like other things, and he was like, "Yeah, I feel me and my friend, my homie, did this. How we feel really old." I'm going, "You're 11," you know. He was saying how when he's seven years old, he's gonna be like, "I remember my day. We had to, you know, to email. We had to, you know, have a, we had a, a, a contraption that opened up like a book." Like he was like, and I was like, "Wow, man, wow," but. Navi Luke, tell me if you agree we have discussions because you know he loves stuff that we, like I introduced to like the 80s and Transformers and Star Wars and all this stuff and and I was telling him Gen X we're the dopest generation because we, we grew up analog went into the digital age and mm-hmm. you thank you you're welcome for Marvel and Star Wars <laughs> stuff like that's us because we grew up and you know
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, Well, I mean, then you also will have to thank the boomers to a certain degree because they're the ones who created it for us. Did they? <laughs> I mean, they, they created it, create it for their own nefarious reasons, but we... Did it, they
0: created it, but who took it to the next level? Our generation did. Yeah, like, yes. oh, we love... The basic arcade games. Oh, let's make it into like this next level shit, and then like, oh, we love the comics and we love these things. Let's make into a franchise movies because we want to see that. You know what I mean? Like, so that's what I was telling them. I was like, you are (laughs) welcome, Gen X. We're dope. Like,
1: Gen X did elevate. (laughs) They they took this, you know, like you know, basically what was intended to be a throwaway product and elevate it to a pop culture phenomenon so yes um,
0: because we grew up and we wanted to see the shit that we liked as kids and i feel like we were the first the generation that were like oh we're still curious and creative and still like these things and we didn't outgrow them we just Mm -hmm. evolved them right we just like oh let's make them into we want to see them act live action we want to like Sure. You know, so I feel like, you know, we grew, people grew, went into mm-hmm. places of power and we're like making these things happen. And I feel like that's, you know, it's still cool. You can still be our age and go to Comic-Cons and, and all those different things. Like it's still acceptable and we're still in it and I don't know, yeah. all that, well, all that good stuff. But let's our- get back. Let's get back to you, <sighs> Luke. Let's get back to you.
2: Okay. okay the
0: people okay. are like, yeah, that's enough. That's enough. Mm-hmm. So I have always find it interesting, and I say it all the time, that I have conversations with my friends and I find out shit that maybe I didn't even know because I'm not asking you when we're at dinner or we're at Art Basel or where. but I'm not asking mm-hmm. you your personal in-depth questions about your history. So I find it fascinating. So would you tell the folks just briefly a little bit, like, where were you born and raised that little nugget? Because I want to see, is Wikipedia right or wrong?
1: <sighs> Well, let me slip in here and say I have actually edited my own Wikipedia, oh. so the information is generally right. Uh, my name is Luke Chu. Uh, I'm nice. a Los Angeles-based artist, and I was born in Philadelphia in 1973. And um, but three months later, I was moved to the city of Fresno, California, where I spent the next 18 years. Um, you know, kind of growing up in. A not so great part of California, but like, you know, in, <laughs> in the seventies. Um, but right. I went on to go to school at California Polytechnical State University, San Luis Obispo um, in the central coast where I studied graphic design. And um, after being there for a while, I moved to Los Angeles in 2003 where I ended up uh, like not really being able to find a job and then falling into a career as a uh, studio artist, which um, I've had the great fortune of being able to continue doing to this day. Um, my disciplines include both painting and I also do designer toys um, or, or toys that are inspired by my paintings and, um, I'm actually going to be doing a convention very soon, actually this week, called uh, DesignerCon, it, which is held in the Anaheim Convention Center. Um, my work, um, I've had, like, I usually, in in Los Angeles, I usually show with a gallery called Corey Halford Gallery, and I just had a solo show there in... August, late August into September. So um and um it went it went great. I was, you know, pretty happy uh with the way it came out and um yeah, doing my best to kinda get out there still. Um whether it's posting Instagrams or using autocut on TikTok. So
0: on the tip tops.
1: On the tip tops
0: so, yeah, that's verbatim. When I was looking at your Wikipedia, I was like, he has a Wikipedia, first and foremost. Second of all, I was like, who updated this? Supp- you did, because that's verba- verbatim. And I was like, I didn't know. Like, when we drive up north, we stop and we stay in Fresno. And this last time, we stayed in Clovis. And oh. so it says you graduated from Clovis High School? I I, Clovis, like,
1: I, I, no- I graduated from Clovis West High School. Yes. I yeah.
0: no idea. And I was like, that's crazy. If if, I'm going to ask him <laughs> if this is real. So – Thanks for the rundown and, and, yes. and having it precise because you were already prepped because all you got to do is <laughs> read your Wikipedia you got your notes you got, you got, it, your notes. I got it
1: open right here but,
0: so but I want to know and I'm sure the people want to know what is your root what was that moment or moments that you that hit you when you were younger you're like this is what I want to do I want to be a artist I want to be a graphic designer or but most most I think better is when it shifted. Is it true that one of your teachers said, you're a mediocre designer, but you're an amazing illustrator? Is that true?
1: Something like that. So so, um, (laughs) I've been drawing like almost all my life, right? Like since I was... I, I recall the first time I was introduced to the idea of drawing, and that was probably when I was four years old, and it was from my mother who showed me how to draw Mickey Mouse I was in my I I was at my aunt's house and you know she had two much older kids and I was bored to you know to the point of annoying and she's like here you know draw, draw this and I I guess I had a bit of an aptitude toward it and I kind of fell in love with it and I was, you know, drawing a lot through um, you know, like kindergarten and like grade school and you know, the, you know, all all of my teachers were impressed and you know, so like, you know, the the pats on the head and, you know, all the carrots, you know, definitely like kind of, you know, fueled my my interest in um the art of visual communication. Um, around the time I uh, went to college, I kind kind of came to a crossroads because, you know, the prevailing stereotype of an artist in a, in mm. especially in like, you know, the late 80s, early 90s, was that they were starving. And the idea of being a starving artist is not like this romantic idea for me. Like, at least not when I was 17 or, you know whatever, you know, was interested in the idea of, you know, and I I think also this is probably like my parents, like inserting ideas into my head, like, you know, you don't want to be starving. And um, they, we, what what was it? We, I decided like, yo, there's a graphic design department at Cal Poly San Luis Obispo and it's a good one. And I should like, you know, I actually got admitted into Cal Poly under the Graphic Communications Department, but, which is the study of, like, print and reproduction technologies. And I, you know, but the entire time I was there, I was taking nothing but graphic design classes because I enjoyed it. I enjoyed being around other designers. I enjoyed the idea of the crit wall mm. being, you know, Torn apart and then forcing yourself to problem solve <laughs> you know your way right. out of that box and, and then like to like see your work against much more talented and much less talented you know people's right. you know kind of like forces you to like see your own work you know and see other solutions you know and mm-hmm. um, you know it just broadens your mind and so I, I studied graphic design. And it was around the time when I graduated. I had taken like life drawing classes and illustration class, an illustration class and a painting class. And like basically, my like painting and illustration teachers kind of pulled me aside and said, Hey, like Luke, you know, um, you're like a, yeah, you're, you're an okay graphic designer, but you're a (laughs) much better (laughs) illustrator. (laughs) You should really consider like pursuing illustration. And I was like, Oh, okay, good to know. And like I was like, So do you recommend going to um like a grad school after this? And they're like, sure. Um, it's not completely necessary, but you know, mm. like so it's always, you know, um uh, you know, if you can afford it, it's a good idea. And they're like, Oh, should I like go to Art Center or like Right, you know, Art Otis Holy or grail. something like that. Right. And they're like, No. You should go to a normal university that offers an art program because those schools will offer a much more well-rounded education. You know, you'll, you know, be around people of different disciplines. You'll see the world in a much broader way. And I ended up going down to the School of Hard Knocks (laughs) graduate (laughs) graduate (laughs) program. (laughs) and um um you know and basically kind of fell into this hole of like self-destructive behavior i got caught up in the entire like big oxycontin boom and was doing a lot of drinking and a lot of drugs and a lot of like dumb shit the reason why i moved to los angeles in 2003 was because i basically had worn out my welcome my welcome in san luis obispo um you know like and went through you know my quarter life crisis and you know returned to you know my parents had moved to Los Angeles by then and mm. you know returned to them you know with my tail like tucked between my my legs um but then basically you know used the experiences that I had and the a lot of did a lot of self reflection and kind of you know used the idea of addiction as a metaphor for relationships because to a certain degree it is. And, um, you know, took that and used it to kind of fuel my artwork and um, then, you know, started showing my work. I'm best known for this kind of bear character. And the bear character is this metaphor for myself. And the reason why... There's a bear character is because it kind of is rooted in this, like these nicknames that I got as a young person. First of all, I'm Chinese. And so the people, you know, I was in relationship, intimate relationships with with me would have like pet names like, oh, you're like my panda, blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm a bigger guy. (laughs) So like, you know, I get it. And then I had my, one of my best friends, Jamie and I, like, we were on acid and we were like tripping balls at my uh my uh my college you know home and like we suddenly decided that like oh fuck we're like fucking care bears you're like i'm like fucking sunshine bear (laughs) (laughs) and like you know i'm like laughs a lot bear and fucking you know and i used to live in that house where like you know when the bars closed people would occasionally trickle into our place for the after party and we were like just like you know tripping out and like running up to people going, Hey, I'm I'm like fucking sunshine bear. And I'm fucking laughs a lot. Bear. What bear are you? And like, people would give us like a dumb answer. I'm like, okay, whatever. And then like, we ran up to this one guy and in my intoxicated, hallucinating mind, I was under the impression that you get this vibe, like, Oh, this guy is a fucking violent drunk and he is ready to fucking kick ass. So we should like shower him with sunshine and laughter and like make him feel better and we ask him, I'm, you know, like, which bear are you? And he says, you guys are fucking bullshit bears. And we were just, <laughs> Jamie and I look at each other and we think to ourselves, this is the most hilarious thing. And we go running off. And after that, uh, my friend Jamie, she is Jamie Bear. And I am Luke Bear. And to this very day, we still refer to each other as those, you know, those nicknames. And so when it came time for me to, like, start painting, I was very much influenced by the pop culture scene of, like, Takeshi Murakami, uh, pop art scene of, like, Takeshi Murakami and Yoshitomo Mm -hmm. Nara, Kaws, you know, uh, Camille Rose Garcia, uh, Gary Baseman. Um, So much of the art that was happening here in Los Angeles is very character-driven, and I uh, wanted to... You know, I was very much inspired by that, created this bear character, and that bear character is me. And so I used um, that as a... And then I also came up with this like silly kind of like philosophy behind the u- idea of using anthropomorphized characters, and that is that by using anthropomorphized characters, you are bypassing the potential ageism, racism, and sexism that is associated mm. with human characters. Like, if mm. like you take any of, like, the narratives that I've explored in my work before and you, like, insert a middle-aged Asian male in there, it just wouldn't have the same connectivity and, and appeal or, you know, that um, a bear would, <laughs> would right. have. Like you know, you, you see the 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 you know these anthropomorphized characters, and it's easier to for you as the audience to insert yourself into it. And you know, like you know, we all grew up watching cartoons. We all grew up watching Looney Tunes and like Saturday morning cartoons, and you know whatever. And so we're already trained to be able to decipher the idea of anthropomorphization, and. Yeah, that's um. Yeah, that that is the basic gist of the work.
0: Yeah, you're right. like, I never thought of your the reason why you do, you know you do. It's what also you because do. that
1: tra- painting bears is a lot easier than painting humans, right? <laughs> like, like humans are hard. <laughs> I, I just did a humans painting. Are uh,
0: <laughs> Hands are hard.
1: <laughs> Hands are hard. That fourth, that that fifth finger is the biggest pain in the fucking ass. And it's I, so, I just did a painting for a show um, uh, that was like a, a Legend of Zelda show, and mm. I did a painting of Link, the protagonist from Legend of Zelda, and you know, it's a humanoid elf-like creature, and oh my god, I spent hours and hours and hours freaking reworking the face reworking the face reworking the face because like the eyes just weren't set right you know the the distance between the the mouth and the nose has to be just right for me to like feel comfortable like okay yeah that that looks right you know the cheekbones like the 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 jawline the neck whatever it's um yeah human being humanoids are hard you know, hard,
0: so. it, but I I love the fact that the reasoning behind why you went the direction that you did, because then everyone can insert themselves in, right? And and mm-hmm. if you're not familiar with with I call them Navi Luke, if you're not familiar with Navi Luke's work, is you know you really tackle some some really hard personal issues and. I think everyone can put themselves, you know, put themselves in that position, imagine themselves there. Um, because least get you the bring them in with the bears, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. 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 So it's, I think that's that's fascinating. Um, yeah. But so another thing I want to talk to you about is how do you deal? You've been in the game for a long time, super successful. I think out of a lot of artists. You're one of them probably, in my opinion, one of the most bootlegged, you know, <laughs> artists out there. How do you deal with wanting to evolve but not abandon your audience, your fans?
1: I'm going to give the most honest, straightforward yeah. answer that's to what, that.
0: That's what we want, Navi Luke. That's what we want. Money. this is what i'm talking about that's what i'm talking about
1: i want to make a fucking living i want to be able to pay the rent i i I, my monthly expenses are stupid and um you know like (laughs) and it's um and if i don't sell my fucking paintings um you know i don't have a fucking investment group like damien hurst you know, right uh, behind right. me, who will buy my stuff in order to in order to over to artificially inflate the value of it? Like I'm, right? You know, like literally, like hanging out. You know, like my work is bought by people who enjoy what I do, and it's also bought by people who, like, I don't know, like how often you know you buy original art, but like whenever I buy original art. I look at galleries and I want the quintessential piece by said artist. I want, like, if I'm going to ever buy a Shepherd fucking Fairy painting, it is going to have an Andre the fucking giant in it.
0: <laughs> it's going to be full blown Shepherd Fairy. Got <laughs> yeah, it's gonna it. It's going
1: to be a Got full it. blown Shepherd Fairy. If I'm ever going right. to buy a fucking, you know, like, um, uh, like a Gary B., like, you know, there's. And there's a lot of ways of being able to kind of transition out. It's about the slow transition. It's about like right. incorporating things in there that, like, you know, like start you start incorporating elements, and then you like, and like, like, you know, sometimes I just fucking I'll do it. I'll, I'll I will do something that is n- like a little bit more, a little bit unexpected of me, and just like I I did. Um, a series of paintings just this m- this past season like i did two of them one of them is you can see them on my instagram one of them's the link painting which you know i mean narratively is like what i do but it's like it's got fucking link in there it's got a fucking video game character <laughs> in there and there's yeah. no bears at all and the other one i did was a painting uh for giant robots um post-it note show. And like the post-it note show paintings are just like little scribbles I do on on post-it notes. They you know the the show is great. It is a show that has been happening for 19 years now and all artwork is $25 <laughs> and um like and so I did this uh, painting last year um that I call um the mountain doesn't care about your achievements. And the mountain this oh, yeah. cold I love that one. <laughs> um like Rockish kind, like uncaring, unfeeling—you know, inorganic thing—is, I, in my eyes, is a metaphor for my my apathy, and um, mm. and I did the uh, I did a post-it note painting, and so then I was like, okay, well, I'm going to do a refined version of it for the show, and the only reason why I did it is because it's a small painting, it's fun, I'm in a comfortable position right now because I just had, I finally got paid for my last show and it's like, nice. well, you know, I'll fucking Congrats. do it just for, for, for the fuck of it. Uh, but, right. and of course, like, you know, the engagements to it, like on social media are generally pretty low because, you know, it's not a fucking bear, but you know, like <laughs> whatever, like at least I'm planting seeds. And so it's about like, you know, right. you know, like, like trickling things out you don't you just don't fucking like you know you don't i mean like if you have nothing to lose, then fucking dive off the deep end, you know right, but i've um yeah i've I've got a roof over my head that I need to take care of, <laughs> and um yeah, you got you bills know, to pay I got bills to pay Thank i'm you
0: for- yeah. yeah. Thank you for being for keeping it real and keeping it honest. This is what I'm talking about. This cuz this is what people want to hear. Like this is the real deal Holyfield stuff. This is this is, you know, like there's there's two sides of every coin. You know, you have success in a lot of people's eyes, they're like, "Wow, he's amazing. I want to get there." Right? Mm-hmm. And and they also but they also need to know the real deal, right? Mm-hmm. They need to know that it, there's some difficult decisions maybe not oh, so difficult maybe I, I y- do years ago this would have been like super hard
1: i, I do paintings about how burnt out i am on the bear like all the fucking right. time like i have a painting called um, even a monkey and it's got like a painting of a monkey sitting on the ground cross-legged and scattered around him are just drawings of the bear over and over and over and over and over again and then i did another painting called burnout where it was the bear there's smoke like pouring out of his eye holes and like surrounding him are drawings of the fucking bear it's all you know i mean like you know if i am going to have to fucking like if i'm frustrated by the fact by, by this character i will have i have no problem sharing that in my my work because right. you know the work my work is generally about you know struggle it is about being disenfranchised mm-hmm. it is about you know relationship issues and self-hate and this and that and um well like it has been more recently now now that i'm i'm 50 years old like my work is definitely <laughs> softened up quite a bit is that
0: your 50 year old (laughs) old voice
1: (laughs) that's my like i'm older and wiser voice (laughs) let me tell you something ritzy periwinkle the longer i go the the you know and the once my voice starts slurring a little i'll probably sound like mitch mcconnell
0: Do you want to support original content that supports diverse of voices? Why not support Word to Your Mama? You're listening to it right now. Become a patron. Head over to patreon.com WTYM. There are four patron levels to choose from, including good looking out, I'm down, hell yeah, and please believe it. Benefits include patron shout-outs, exclusive patron-only content, and so much more. Head on over to patreon.com WTYM to take your support to the next level.
3: Gracias. This is your friendly reminder to take a deep breath. Este es tu recordatorio para que respires profundo. Take a deep breath in. Inhala profundo. Exhale as you observe your breath, letting all the air out. Exhala, observando tu exhalación, dejando salir todo el aire. Would you like to help me reach my mission of teaching meditation to one million children? ¿Te gustaría ayudarme a alcanzar mi misión de enseñar meditación a un millón de niños? I invite you to join me in the Decide Balance Oasis, a safe space where families can find bilingual meditations and mindfulness practices and so much more. Te invito a que te unas conmigo en el Decide Balance Oasis, un espacio seguro donde las familias pueden encontrar meditaciones bilingües y prácticas de atención plena y mucho más. Go to DecideBalance.com for more details. I'll see you in the Oasis. Visita DecideBalance.com para obtener más información. Nos vemos en el Oasis.
1: <laughs> like that's, oh that's, no, that's, please Oh Navi Luke. Oh Navi Luke.
3: Oh Navi
0: Luke.
1: I just hope that like I don't become like, you know, one of those freaking like you know, like oh now that I'm older, I, the conservatives had it right all the fucking time, jackass. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> don't be one of
0: those. Don't be one of those, please. You can sound like a please don't go that way. Hilarious. Yeah. Okay So thank you. We got the nice history. We got the, you know, the roots. We got the the motivation, inspiration, the Mm -hmm. real deal Holyfield talk of of how you stay in your lane, right? Right. So now let's get into the questions and comments from the audience. Are you ready? Are we streaming this? No, it's not streaming. (laughs) But I already have questions. I have oh, okay. questions.
1: Oh, okay, comments. Okay.
0: okay. It's not streaming, but it will be some of the video will be online. Uh, okay, okay. So good. the the first one. I have a feeling you're gonna know who this is. Kano got to paint a mural in the Chinese museum and he's not even Chinese like that. How does that make you feel? Welcome to the Kano Red Table. L O L.
1: Good on you, Kano. Good on good on you faking it. <laughs> I think that's great. That, that, that's, that's great. Like, you know, I just haven't been kissing the right ass. You know what I mean? Like, and like, you know.
0: When I read that question, I was like, rolling. I was like, yes, I'm going to ask that for sure. I mean, I, okay, it.
1: No
2: I've,
1: I've thought about reaching out to the, the Chinese American, you know, uh, museum. Um, I just, you know, like, when you're tired, you're fucking tired. You know? when you, <laughs> <laughs> Like... When all you want to do is just fucking, like, sit in your fucking apartment, you know, all day long and stream fucking lo-fi beats and, like, stare at TikTok videos (laughs) at the same time in your fucking pajama pants. That's the dream. You do? That's the dream. And the window of opportunity comes to do that. You fucking do that.
0: What you just describe as an ideal day to me as well. Lo fi beats, PJs, and tip tops all day yeah. long. Just jump, jump, jump. Oh, um, that sounds oh like the God. best. Oh. Um, I thought you were gonna say that you were gonna call them to complain.
1: No. <laughs> and put a complaint No, no. In that, no. no K- Why K- are you K- Kano? K-
0: He's not yeah. even Chinese.
1: Kano's <laughs> K- got like you know, it's like you know, like you know, if like through like through someone like Giant Robot, you know, my work will show up at like you know the Japanese American National Museum, the Janum, you know, and it's like I have no business being in the Janum, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> I like, like, I'm, I'm fucking Chinese. So you're gonna let Kano slide? You're gonna <laughs> let him slide? I'm, I'm, I will let Kano like Kano. I love Kano. So like I if it was anyone like other than Kano, then like. Complaints,
0: calls, <laughs> emails, old school.
1: <laughs> because letters. I know but because I know right. him, I know Kano, I yes, I let it slide this time. Just this time.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you got you got you turned on your sexy voice. That wasn't for Kano. You turned yeah. on your sexy one, voice for him.
1: Yeah. Kano, cheers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Next question. And this goes to when when I, Oh, the rest of us, some of us, have moved out of L.A. But when we lived in L.A., we would go out and eat all the time together, like oh, yeah. a lot of places together. So oh, yeah. this question is: What do you order for the table? This is from Ginger Snappers, aka Shane Jessup. Oh,
1: Shane, what do What's I order? What's your go-to
0: the- order for the table?
1: Oh, jeez, like depends on what we're eating, where, what, and where we're eating. Right, but like you always have to like, right. you know, dep- okay, depends on the size of the group. So like, if it is a group of four plus people, you always got to like throw in two appetizers, you know. And they always have to, <laughs> have to like, usually dumplings, you know. Like, um, like if I was going to, to like, let's, let's say we're going to Dintai Fung There's there's Dintai Fengs mm-hmm. all around the world. Everyone loves Dintai Fung You you loved Dintai Feng, the soup dumpling place. I,
0: I feel like I went with you.
1: <laughs> maybe, maybe, but like you know, you gotta get that those stupid cucumber salads. You gotta get like you know because you gotta mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta eat something good for yourself. You gotta eat like the greens, um, you know. Then you gotta, like, <laughs> you know, you got you gotta eat like some. You gotta get like a vegetarian appetizer, and then you have to get like a protein appetizer if you're like right. unless you're hanging out with nothing but vegetarians, you know because. Right. You got to get something for the people who are not going to eat the meat, and you're going to have something that who are going to want to eat nothing but meat. And right, you know,
0: very that, thoughtful, Navi Luke. You know, very like, thoughtful.
1: I've I've become more diplomatic with with age. Oh, let's see.
0: nice. There's a it's new Navi Luke on the horizon when you go out to eat. I like I like to hear that. Okay, yeah. the final question from the uh, audience is: I feel like this is a new period for his art. What would be the description for this period? And this is from Lofa is a sexy beast.
1: (laughs) Oh, Lofa. Um, (laughs) You know, so my earlier work was definitely, um, were definitely paintings that were very fixated on my nihilism. And, um, Mm -hmm. you know, lately I've, I've updated my profile Um, description to be macro nihilist uh, micro optimist and what that means to me is yeah I see the world the universe whatever as a big stupid cosmic joke but that Mm. doesn't mean I can't enjoy myself and it's always the little things that like, I won't say give me hope but they give me levity you know they make me feel Mm. good about being in this world and it could be little things from like having it you know a fucking flaming hot cheeto to like (laughs) (laughs) you know like having a, a a a warm cup a hot cup of coffee or like you know, to seeing my friends when I do get a chance to see my friends, just like to be able to right. spend some time, like I'm spending with you right now, Ritzy. Um, like, right. Those are the things that like make life worth living and like to try and like, right. you know, like, I don't know. I'm not a religious person, but like to try and like, you know, like anchor yourself onto things like, like this life, looking for a purpose, life, like some kind of purpose in life. I'll tell you this, like, you know, as you get older, you kind of realize that there was no purpose. But the thing is, is that, like, but to be able to live, to take each step forward, you know, and to discover, like, find little bits of happiness, little bits of joy, little bits of peace, you know, that's what makes life worth living. And
0: that's, that's real. You know, and um, that's a bar.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't try and like, you know, like find satisfaction at at the unattainable, you know, but, but, you know, still reach for it, you know, like push yourself, you know, but like at the same time, like find peace in you know, the things around you, the people around you. And, um, you know, like, you know, don't beat yourself up too hard. I mean, like you know, when you're twenty or thirty, go ahead and beat the shit out of yourself. That's what. That's <laughs> you know.
0: That's what. It's, that's what that era is for. Exactly. Beat your shit, but
1: once shit you, out. Yeah, but once you fucking cross that, get past that, and like just kind of step back and look at all the chaos that you left behind you, you know, <laughs> and and the stuff that's still standing, those are keepers, right? You know? those, um, those are keepers. Yeah, and I think that my work, my current work, is. Becoming more reflective of that, you know, like yes. I, I, I did a, 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 on my 50th birthday, uh, my girlfriend um, took me out to um, Japan, and um, you know, it's a big five oh. You got to like go big on your big five oh. Got to go. And big. I did a painting about um, Family Chicky. So there's a chain of uh, convenience stores in Japan called Family Mart. And one of the things they're known for are is the fami chicky, which is a uh, chicken thigh cutlet, deep fried, served in a bag. And you could, if you want, you could buy pre mayonnaised bread that you could open up, <laughs> insert the, the the piece of <laughs> um, chicken in between, and make a sando of it. And I love this thing because it is. $2 in japan <laughs> and, like it, it it just brings me so much fucking like joy just to know that like <laughs> you know i could like you know like everyone like thinks oh japan it must be expensive no 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 it's not that expensive <laughs> like you can yeah i mean you could go and fucking have fucking like a 300 400 fucking sushi meal but you don't have to you know right. you can you can <laughs> You can go and have a ten dollar sushi meal and fucking like realize that like sushi in like the United States is just not that Sucks. great. <laughs> but, exactly. <laughs> but it, it does a trick. Like, you know, no yes. no hate for any of the sushi places in, in LA or the United <laughs> States. Like yeah. So like I I did I do like I have done paintings about that and like I I did a painting, um, you know, how do it was called? I think it was um but it was a painting of like with my, like, my black bear and my white bear like kind of just sitting on a curb, you know, like staring out into the distance. And the painting is actually kind of reflective of this moment where like I think our uh, mutual friend Jesse U and I were just kind of like, you know outside like just sitting there and just kind of soaking it up and just talking and stuff like that. And like those are the moments that I like cherish now. You know, and um right. and I'm very grateful for. It. So you know, but um so maybe I'm becoming growth, a little bit Navi more look. nostalgic of my in my yeah, uh, nostalgic. But not, it's not really a nostalgia thing because those moments still happen. So Right. Yeah. You know, you know,
0: but I think I think you're just being a little you're like you're saying, you're you're you've gone from total nihilism to oh let's micro micro optimism like capture these moments because that's what a life is 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 stringing those moments together and be like looking back and be like well those are pretty good moments because it's not the shit it's not the things those are great you need you know a lot of you know in the moment but those are the things right those like those memories of you and purds sitting Mm -hmm. on a curb discussing all the things you know Um is that what, is that? You're what in I the call name? Them <laughs> <laughs> per, I call him Purdy, but then I call him Purds. Bird. I call him Purge. Oh my god, um, I totally
1: forgot about that nickname. <laughs>
0: remember? I used to call him Purge, so now I just call him Pur. Like Purdy, so now it's Birdie, yeah. so yeah. It's just like yeah. those moments, right? Like those it what it is is the human connection moments. Yes. right? Is Exactly. It, and it and it could have been just you two not saying jack shit, but on the curb. Just
1: there right. yep.
0: exactly. with each other.
1: That's,
0: exactly, it's so it's like micro tasking happiness right it's just like because you can't be happy all the fucking time that's just that's unrealistic it's these yeah. little moments like oh and, and when you get older and certain certain shit doesn't matter anymore you're just then you're realizing it you're not nostalgic it's like a lot of the the bullshit and the things you thought I, when we were young like i look back i'm like what the i was doing some fucked up shit when i was 20 <laughs> like to myself to other people you know what i mean and it's yes. like oh now i see what's important it's these connections like these moments you know breaking bread and just having conversations um maybe not wanting to go somewhere but then going and then you're like oh i connected with people today mm-hmm. like yep. that's a good feeling you know and so you know what i love, i, I love think... to hear it navi luke
1: I don't think you could be able to reflect on it and realize the importance of what you have, you know, what you're you're having now or striving for now if you didn't go through all that fucked up shit. I truly believe, I I truly believe that yeah. human beings learn things one way and one way only, and that way is the hard way. We <laughs> learn <laughs> That's real. We learn That's fucking things real. the fucking hard way. And you know, sometimes we fucking pay like dearly for it and sometimes we come out unscathed but like yeah you know it's um i'm yeah i i'm i'm glad i've made it this long you know um i think yeah yeah like it's um you know the world might be on fire you know but it is. I know. Like, we're lucky.
0: We're still here, though. We're still but, here. We're lucky. We, you know, if, if you think about all the shit that, you know, collectively we've done since we were young, we're yeah. alive. That's a feat in itself. <laughs> Do you know what and I'm it, saying? Like, <laughs> alive, well, thriving. Um, it, it, It's, yeah. It's when, it's fascinating, how right? You, how
1: often are you flying, Ritzy? Uh,
0: this year I flew a lot because I was in Colombia, New York, and you know, spoke at the UN and so I've been
1: I, saw, a lot. I saw something about that. That's um, that's amazing. You're kicking Thank ass. You.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, like I hadn't flown in for like I flew here and there like up and down, but then the pandemic mm-hmm. happened and then I hadn't flown international since uh, since when I and when I left to go to Colombia the year before mm-hmm. I texted woes and purds. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I was like, yo, I'm on my way to, you know, to Bradley International Airport. The last time I was here is when I was with them. Right, you know what right. I mean? Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. I've been flying a lot more this year. So it had been a while. Why do you ask?
1: I asked because, like, every time I fly, like, as the plane starts taxiing, I have a moment where I just kind of, like, inhale And exhale, and I think to myself: If I die right now, if the plane goes down, I'll be okay. I'll be okay with it. And then I think it again on the way (laughs) on the way down, (laughs) because that's yeah. Where I'm going with this is that like we never know what's going to happen. You never know. Yeah, like you you know, we're we're talking about survival and like driving, like. We should. I should do that every time I fucking start my car because, like, right, you know, you you never fucking know, and it's you never um, know. You know, we and like most people, like you know, when we jump in our car, drive to the supermarket to pick up some milk and some eggs, like we don't think to ourselves, like, oh, I can be like t boned, you know, um, Shh. you know, like out the parking lot, you know, by some fucking jackass or some right. you know idiot who. You know, decided to go racing down the street or whatever, or, you know, like, right. whatever, you know, like, um, I, I was uh, talking to Purds and, like, you know, he was, <laughs> <laughs> I can't, it doesn't work for me, Ritzy. I mean, like, I think I had to have been there because I know the story behind the, uh, the nickname. And, um, you know, there, there's, you know, just so you know, like, when Ritzy gives you a nickname, there is always a story behind that nickname. You know, my my nickname, Navi Luke, you know, came from me being the navigator.
0: Where were we going? Were we were like, in oh, Miami, Navi going Luke. to uh, oh, our basil.
1: Our basil. I think Rolf was drawing. was driving. R.I.P. Rolf. <laughs> our man. Rest in peace, Rolf. And like you know, I had the phone. And I'm like, oh, where oh, <laughs> it came from. <laughs> Anyways, you know, um but like, so I but I was just thinking like, you know, like yeah, we we're lucky to have survived because, you know, like you know, we we think that like life is a given, but like it's, you know, you know, you know. It is not. To, you know, we we le- we live in a much more dangerous world than we think it is.
0: That's real. That's yeah. really real. And you know, now it's. I mean, I'm 11 years in with the supernatural bear, but now yeah. that really helped me to see a lot of shit clearly, especially because I was an older mom. But whenever we leave the house, mm-hmm. uh, we leave the house from each other. Mm-hmm. All I so I was like, I told the, I told them, I told the bears here. I said, no matter what, I don't care if you're just going down the street to get gas. We always say, I love you, because yeah. you never know. Like, you never, you never know. know. It could be the last time. Yeah. And and it's funny that you said that about flying because every time I fly, short distance, long distance, doesn't matter, I do the same thing. I'm like, <laughs> we're taxiing. We're about to go lift up, right? And this is what happens to me. I'm like, if it goes down, it goes down. I lived a fucking crazy, awesome life. I've done the things. But every time we get up and we level out, I'm always like, we're fucking flying. <laughs> like, I always think to myself like – Fucking humans are crazy Light is amazing <laughs> it is <laughs> like this is like it every like i've flown so many times it doesn't matter every time i'm like wow we're like really just chilling flying in the air like <laughs> we're in science a fucking is tube amazing.
1: going fucking four <laughs> to five hundred miles an hour in the it's, sky it
0: still amazes me it amazes me every time like i never take it for granted so anyway no Okay, yes. before I let you go, we got the not-so-rapid-fire not so questions, the AK slow-as-hell questions, because it could be slow or they could be quick, depending okay. on where you're at. Sure. Let's do this.
1: Okay. Three Let's words see. to describe yourself. Asian American artist.
0: <laughs> yeah, concur. I
1: concur. Okay, <laughs> the
0: next one. What's, what's the best piece of advice you received?
1: Be patient. I don't know. Like, what's the best piece of advice that i received? <laughs> Put a little lemon on that.
3: I'm joking. I'm joking. I don't know. Yes. I mean,
1: like, you know, like, I, I, I mean, I've gotten, look, I've gotten tons of amazing advice in my life, but have I followed through with it? Like, <laughs> you know, and like, you know, it's, it, it, you know, the best advice is always like this weird hindsight thing. where right? right. It's like, you know, you're like, like, you know, slow down, you know, fucking like be patient, whatever, you know. And you're like, you know, like you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. But in your mind, you're like, fuck that, fuck that, fuck that. And then you're like forced <laughs> totally. into a fucking situation where you have to be patient and you have to fucking like, you know, do whatever. And then like you come out of it and you're like, oh, patience.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's what they were talking
1: about. Right. Right. Like, did I get that advice? Yes, I got that advice. Did I follow through with that advice? Unwillingly. But but I do
0: like put some lemon on. Put a little because that's always I cannot be in my house without lemon. Like Like, put a, a little. I cannot lemon. put a little. <laughs> fine, put a little lemon on it. There, there That's it is. the one. That's the keeper. That's the keeper. That's the, key That's the sound bite right there. Okay. <laughs> um, the next one. This will be interesting because I'm interested to see where you're at nowadays. What's the song that you always play to get you hyped when you need it? What's your go to? in it, I'm sure it evolves. But where are we at now, Nabi Lukester? Uh,
1: you know, like. I, I play to get me hyped
0: or maybe you know you you what's your go-to song that just makes you feel good Ah
1: uh, shit all what's right heavy you
0: rotation know. are you I'm, checking uh, your ipod i'm trying
1: i'm checking my spotify <laughs> fucking <laughs> 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 like because like i don't even really pay attention to song names anymore you know like
0: right you know it's a whole, it's a whole new game like, you weren't you know, gonna look up your wrapped your 2023
1: I'm rap. A rap. I'm gonna look up a fucking rap. <laughs> and,
0: so was your number one artist. Or Your yeah. most played song.
1: Exactly. I mean, that's <laughs> like you know, that's that, that's that. Oh my god, this song. This question is is just like I don't even know how to find my rap anymore. Where's my fucking rap?
0: <laughs> to say is that I think it's a CUN conspiracy that rap is not hundred percent accurate because there's no fucking. way I love SZA, but there's no fucking way. That I played her that much.
1: There's no way. Else. I think my 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 rap is pretty good because I was just like, um, like, okay, yeah, I will listen to this artist a lot. Um, let me see, like, uh, like what gets me pumped? Pumped. Okay, um, like when I'm driving, there's a series. Uh, there's two songs that mix into each other by uh, the band Carpenter Brut. That I listen to, like, and it makes me like want to go flying down the freeway. Um, let me see.
0: <laughs> yes, that's the kind, <laughs> yes, what is that?
1: And, um, the songs are, um, they're, they're, they're a series. they called, one of them's called Night Day Stalker, and it mixes into the song called Night Prowler. And it's this kind of, like, oh. techno, like, it's French techno, like, industrial, dark wave, whatever. And, like, yes. at night when you fucking put that shit on and the freeway is just sparse enough so you could just go, like, you know, like, you know, the full 70 miles an hour.
0: Whoa. <laughs> slow it down, David, sir! Slow <laughs> no it the fuck down. You
1: don't want to drive. <laughs> You know, you don't want to drive unreasonably.
0: You want to feel like you could drive unreasonably, but you don't want to really drive unreasonably.
1: Look, I'm also driving like an 18 year old like, Honda Civic, you know? So, like, like somebody, somebody she, is. She can't,
0: she can't take it. She can't take it. She yeah, can't take like, it.
1: Somebody is the sweet spot. Like, I feel like I'm passing people, you know, not like, but I'm not
0: at 70 are you passing people late at night
1: on the 10 freeway yes (laughs) yes you are
0: oh my goodness that's Um, hilarious
1: but like you know like most of the time i'm like i'm listening to bands like you know men i trust or you know like just like you know this kind of like indie like white indie shit (laughs) like you know I'm just, I'm just feeding my fucking like little inner white boy.
0: You're in your little white boy era.
1: <laughs> exactly. I, it, you know, it's, it, it, I think it's, I, I, think it's rooted in like, you know, this like, this weird desire to fit in that's rooted in my like fucking <laughs> like, you know, my pathetic and sad Fresno upbringing. Apparently, I like, heard so about I,
0: Clovis. Oh, I heard yeah. about Clovis when we stayed there. Like, if you're brown get out of town like if oh, you see yeah. a clovis yeah. sign they're like if you're brown turn around that's what we were told but we yeah. stayed oh, in yeah, clovis
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah no no or like just close your door like close your doors close your blinds <laughs> you know it's um <laughs> it's like you know it's it's not uh, and, and then there's like yeah yeah no fresno's i mean like fresno's well, fresno's also changed a lot like it, it is has a large latino and southeast asian population now and um you know, but I'm sure like there's there there's still some like you know you know like old good old boys, you know hanging out. Yeah, you know out there. That's what and, they said. Um, the, yeah.
0: Those two songs that you mentioned, yeah. I'm gonna put them on the "Word to Your Mama" guest hype song playlist. It's on Spotify, <laughs> and whoever is the latest guest, it gets up to the top. So this oh, will no. be the first time. <laughs> That we have, and we have everything, Navi Luke. Like, you think it's all hip-hop, it's not. I have everything. I have Uh -uh. all genres. I've had young folks on here, our generation. But this is the first time I'm going to say that we had, like, you know, industrial, you know, (laughs) French. Industrial techno, French techno. (laughs) French techno. I think this will be the first time, but it will go with everything. So there'll be be a link in the show notes to that. Okay. Okay, Final... Final question: What will be your legacy?
1: My paintings. I I don't have kids. Um, I
0: they're your kids. You
1: know, you know, I don't. They are my creations. Um, right. I you know um like don't really like I'm 50 years old. I don't I don't really want kids anymore. Like you know that's you did you,
0: know. you though? I think
1: there was a time, was a time? when I was oh, I was curious mm-hmm. to see how it would influence you know my work. Um, but right. You know, like, like, would it make me a, a soft boy? You know, like, <laughs> would I like to suddenly be all like, fucking? oh, I love my daughter. I'm going to fucking paint flowers. <laughs> think of it like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, my beer is all about happiness now. Like, you know? <laughs> like I, I, I think that, like, I was, you know, curious about having children as kind of like a social experiment, you know, and then right. also like the legacy thing, you know, but like. Um, right. You know, but like, I I think I'm doing the world a favor by not having <laughs> kids. You know, no. like, but, but I, your
0: but your legacy is your is your paintings. You they bring you know even though you 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 tackle some very personal hard subjects, mm-hmm. they bring people joy.
1: I like to think that I, you know, the 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 kindest comments that I ever get is like you know people saying that like. You know, after like seeing my work and you know, kind of like deep diving into what I've done, you know, the thing that they kind of walk away with is the realization that they're just not—they are not alone with like these, you know, you know, things that they're feeling, and that's one of the most flattering things I, I ever hear, you know. And um, yeah, like I think I I would like to hope that like you know the way I. Communicated things, you know, from like you know where I was in my thirties, where I was in my forties, and now where I am in my fifties, is like you know the work evolves, and you know like it communicates to you know a variety of people, and you know we'll we'll see how it goes, but um I yeah I I feel like I said like you know the being a being a working artist is you know, uh, amazing, but if you don't fucking give it up to luck, then you know, fuck you. (laughs) You know, like luck, you know. Luck's not
0: involved. If you don't think it's involved, it's involved. involved, For sure.
1: Like, you know, like yeah, I work I work my ass off. You know, I will you know, I will I have I work like when I'm cramming. I'm working fourteen hour, you know, hour days, sixteen hour days. Like fall asleep in the studio, wake up, and just go straight back to work again. But the thing is, is that and I love every fucking minute, minute of it. But the thing is, is that it's not the work that fucking like got me through the door. Um, I mean, to a certain degree, but like you know, it's also about timing. Like the people who see my work, the people who the the area in which I show my work is it like a um, you know a you know fertile bed for like people to be able to you know experience appreciate and support you know these kind right. of you know um, these these efforts you know like you know I, i've had a lot of artists reach out to me and go like hey you know can you give me some uh, advice on how to like you know get started and i'm like where are you at I'm like you know minnesota and i'm like uh, I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know like yeah sure there's social media but like social media I don't know I'm an old timer so I, I'm not as familiar with you know these things you know? Yeah.
0: and I think your artwork it, it it came out at a certain moment in time that I don't mm-hmm. know if you were to come out later or say like those teachers yeah. that told you what if they would have never said you're an okay designer, but you're better here. And what if they would have said, "Oh yeah, you have to go to art center"? Then that could have uh, fucked you up, and you, we we wouldn't be talking right now. Oh, like, we wouldn't I, know each other. Do you I, know what I say? Okay. It's like such a small little window that you it happened all at the right time.
1: Well, but, I, I didn't I didn't like, go to grad school at all, so like you know I, exactly I, you know what, what but whatever if you would have
0: gone. What what yeah. what could have happened? This might not be happening right now. Right, this no, might uh, have not happened for you, right? Like it was the right moment at the right time in right. the right circumstances with the right people. Like you said, there's a little bit of luck. But that luck got you in the door, but your hard work kept Keep, you there. Kept right? me in the
1: room. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Kept you in
0: the room and you're still here. You're in your 50s and all the shit that you, you know, you mentioned that you went through and how, you know, you burned some bridges and, you know, you're over here on this side. But I also think just like your Honda, where 70 is the sweet spot, your artwork is this nice sweet spot. Like even though you tackled some dark subjects, kids to 90 year olds, it's like anyone can love it. It's not yeah. like it's too dark, like you all know. The, the, Ryan, the, like the older stuff was lo-
1: was way dark, but <laughs> like, but you know, you it know was, what I'm it, saying, but like yeah.
0: the the gist of it is like, oh, it's the sweet spot of all this stuff. So, anyways,
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and,
0: grasa, thank you. So, go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say, gonna say,
1: um, you know, the um, I don't even know what I was gonna say. I no, I completely agree with everything that you have to say. So, but like. <laughs> oh I uh, oh, I wanted to mention that like just so people know I started doing the art thing when I was 30 like not in my 20s. you know like I I kind of I per- started pursuing the art thing in earnest when I was 30 so like if you're like 20 something and you're like you know struggling and but you have like ideas and whatever like you know it's never too late to fucking like you know like jump in there. And you know, I've met artists who have like who started like when they were in their late 40s. You know, and so it's um you know It's never too late. Never too late, you know. You, you, you if don't it's go in, in you do it. You don't go but you don't go in like with like you know expecting like to become some blue chip fucking hotshot artist. You know, it could go there. But, you know, you you do it because it's something that you like, you know, like fuck. I've got nothing else to fucking do right now. Fucking might as well, like you know, <laughs> doodle around <laughs> on my fucking, you know, my iPad or my, you know, you know, draw them, you know, on like this, you know, canvas or whatever. So, you know, just right. you know, just do it, as Nike just says. Just do it, like like
0: the sh- like the Nikes, like, like the, the Nikes. Nikes. <laughs> so, Navi, look before we head out. Where? People, it's going to be in the show notes, but let the people know where they can find you. You just had the show in August. By the time this comes out, Decon would have already passed. Yes. Um, so, you know, let us know what, what, what you got planned for the big, uh, you know, 2024.
1: Um, uh, in May, I will be doing a show at Dorothy Circus in London. And I think in November, oh. I'll be doing a show at Beinart in Sydney so um
0: excuse
1: yeah i've never been to sydney so i'm i'm you know I'm, i've never been to australia i've never actually been south of the fucking equator so like oh, i am looking forward to you gotta the make that i move. can you gotta make it happen flush the toilet and record the video and then <laughs> <laughs> and then like put it next to a fucking video of the toilet that i flushed in the northern hemisphere
0: and show us yeah and that's show hilarious us, yes. yes
1: that yes that will that will be a reel <laughs> on instagram
0: and if you see it on the tip top i'll have all the filters and the different. you'll have oh, yes, your yes. gimbal by then you'll have your yes yes to, my to... gimbal by then.
1: i'll do all these sweeping
0: things. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, I'll, and I'll, I'll throw in some like dubstep in there <laughs> yeah
0: yes please please do that Please let us know. I definitely <laughs> want to see that. Okay. Navi Lukesters, thank yeah, was, you so much.
1: Thanks for having me. It was so me. great to
0: see you again. And thank you for you know being so so candid and, and <laughs> keeping it real with me and everyone else because they're going to appreciate this. So I really appreciate you.
1: The pleasure was mine. It was fun. It's always great seeing you. Ritsi.
0: Shoo-be-doo. There you have it, folks. Navi Luke's the stirs. I mean, the amount of fun that we had and then the amount of fun that we had after, like after the recording. And then when I was editing the video, because now we're on video, kids, we're on the YouTubes, on the YouTubes. I'm editing the video and that's how I'm getting this audio. And I was laughing in the middle of the night as I'm editing this. So, yes. Uh good times. I love how, I love how he's softened up, softened, softened up. Is that correct? Yeah. I love how he has softened up with age, you know, where he's not just complete nihilist and yeah, it's a good thing. But I do miss those food adventures, eating all different types of places around LA. Shout out to you heard Joe fools. Um, we'd go eat a lot with Navi Luke. And Was Navi Luke, I forgot to ask, I think Navi Luke might have been with the crew who is Shane Jessup, Sket1, and Kano when I announced that I was pregnant. And it was hilarious, hilarious how I told them they were afraid because I told them that I wasn't going to be able to hang out with them anymore. That, you know, my man, my husband, I don't know if we were married at the time. I don't know if we were married. I was like, yeah, he doesn't want me to hang out with you guys. They were like, what? (laughs) I think I have the audio. And I was like, psych, I'm pregnant. They were like, what? Because it was super shocking, kids. Like, I don't think you understand how shocking it was. Because I didn't tell anyone also until I was five months. Because they were scaring me. The doctors were scaring me. Like, oh, geriatric pregnancy. (laughs) So I don't want to say anything. But no one would have ever... Imagine that I would have been a mom. So this is like everyone that I told, I tried to tell in person, if I could, if they lived around me, just just their jaws, their bottom jaw dislocated, dropped to the floor. And they everyone thought I was punking them. Everybody did. They thought I was joking, they thought they just they, they couldn't believe it. But yeah, I think Navi Luke was there because I think it was at the ramen spot in Hollywood. So anyways, yes. Check out his artwork, buy all the things, you know, he, he needs to support himself as we, as we, as we heard, <laughs> but good times. Also, don't forget, we're still in the window. If you're listening to this in Feb, we're still in the window where you can help us out by filling out a quick survey. And one lucky listener, viewer is going to win a WTYM prize pack. And I also just want to give you an update on the Supernatural Bear He's tall as fuck. Uh, he's 11. But he is like five something. I, I don't know what's happening. And it, it's a lot. It's, it's a lot. And if you heard the relatives, he's always trying to push me to 50 before my time. Before my time. But yesterday, it was great. He corrected himself. Before he said was he was he was talking smack, but he corrected himself before using my age in the talking of the smack. I hope you guys are all safe and healthy and your loved ones are, too. You know, just trying to make it through. Just trying to make it through, kids. You know the ways. Tell your folks, tell your peeps, tell your friends. Got the Patreon stuff. You got could donate directly. But you know what? A win for us and a win for you is head on to the store and buy something. Use the code in the show notes and get 10% off your entire order. And you can share that code with whomever. Yeah, won't you go ahead and do that? Super excited for the rest of this semester, <laughs> the semester of episodes. And cross fingers, I, I think of something that I promised in the relatives, I think it's it might come to fruition. So, yeah, just waiting for some information, some contracts and things to be signed. Yes. And I'm excited to provide that value for you all. So, yeah, as always, we reap. Gracias for listening to Words to Your Mama. I have a unique cross section of guests on here because I'm a consultant who thrives at the intersection of creative innovation, tech and community impact. There are a variety of ways we could work together. So check out RitzyPerryWinkle.com to learn more. Link in the bio. Word to Your Mama is owned and produced by Ritzy P. Intro Beat, produced by Nico Beats. For partnership inquiries and contact info, check out wordtoyourmama.com. And as always, Word to Your Mama is brought to you by ritzypariwinkle.com. And now, introducing the Supernatural Bear Corner. Supernatural Bear.